When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, welcome to another episode of Spike's Car Radio. We're out here in Malibu on the porch. It's a cold day, Zuckerman. It's, what, 62? I am dying. It's so cold. Really? 62 is It's really not me. so bad. I mean, the rest of the country is truly suffering. This is not awful. It's sunny. It's clear. We've left an empty seat open for you. We have a really excellent show today. We've got Phil Rosenthal uh, coming in in a minute. Mm. He, uh, if you don't know who Phil is, he's from Everybody Loves Raymond. He was the showrunner of the show. He's got a new Netflix show called, what are they calling this new show? Somebody Feed Phil, where he travels the world and finds delicious food. Um, I, uh, we've got a lot of car news to discuss ahead of that, though, Zuckerman. There's a lot of stuff sitting right here. First and foremost, I'm in this three-wheeled contraption known as the Vanderhall. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and there's it's the, Vanderhall. the Vander Pump. It's, uh, it's like the Morgan three-wheeler in kind of aesthetic, but it drives uh, a little like the Polaris. And you can, you can get one for the price <laughs> of, a, uh, of a Prius. Which is about twenty nine thousand dollars. I don't think it, it's probably about one twenty ninth as safe as a Prius. No, it's extremely safe. It, you know, it. It's, it's extremely safe. I, you know me. I like motorcycles. I kind of started as a oh. motorcycle guy, and I love the Morgan three wheeler. The difference with this uh, vehicle is it's a little more stable than that Morgan three wheeler because it's it's driven by the fr- two front wheels. Let me let me run down some of the stats on this thing so you guys know what I'm talking about. Cost about as much as a Prius. It's a one point four liter turbo charge 16 valve 200 horsepower vehicle that i'm guessing weighs about 13 to 1400 pounds At most it's not so insanely fast that you worry about it i think this is vanderhall's entry level vehicle i think they make some crazier stuff and i think there's even an electric car on the way but it really delivers kind of that pure purest driving experience do you ever get in an open seas uh, uh, open cockpit race car and get on the track and you you feel everything that ha- for the first time today you, what were you driving? I got into uh, Mr. Jerry's RS61. So you know what I'm saying. Only now, as na- of today. Now add uh, 60 or 70 miles an hour to that and no helmet. You don't need to wear a helmet for this thing. I, I, the whole thing, okay, I look at it, and on one level I think it's cool as fuck. On the other hand, I, I look at that and I say, oh, my God, you better have your kidney doning. Uh, you, know, you better have your donor card updated. Could I be a client of yours on the you, drive home? You could be a client of mine or you're, you could be giving life to somebody it, else. It is so insane and different than anything else on the road that people notice you. I'm not, I'm not at all worried when I'm out on the road. And I really, really like it. Guess what? 
heated seats in it. Really? It has heat and heated seats, so I'm perfectly comfortable. It's got a little Bluetooth connection so I can listen to my music. You can't hear it. And I wish the audience would know you look such like such a dandy. You've got on a beautiful cashmere sweater, a cashmere scarf. <laughs> you have on some great you down vest. You really look the part of a sporting gentleman. And I had my uh, my cop mirror sunglasses on. I was trying to stay warm, Zuckerman, and I'll tell you, and I was going to ask you this because you're an accomplished scarf wearer. That was my one big problem. At about oh, 70 or 80 miles an hour, yes. my scarf was all over the place. hit yeah, me in the well, eye, and I okay, didn't know what to what do. What you have to do with something <laughs> like this is you have to do the, the double loop, right. and then you have to put the tails underneath your ah. jacket in the back so they don't come and blind ah, you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now I understand. Well, um, yeah. I had, you know, for the price of a Prius, I thought this was a pretty neat little deal. Where, you guys is, wanna, where is this company located? <clears throat> I believe they're in Utah. I believe they're more. This is a Mormon vehicle of some kind. Oh wow! Flying plates. Wow! This is the, these are, this is the flying plate vehicle. Yeah, and if you want to check it out, you'll see. I, I think uh, I'll throw up a picture on my Instagram feed. You can check it out. But uh, look them up. Pretty interesting stuff. Now, by the way, we've got bigger car news here. I, I'm looking down three spots from that car uh, past Seinfeld's nice six, six four RSR that he's driven here, and I see a 911R Zuckerman. Wow. Wow. Are you ready to make this announcement to our audience? I want everyone. Well, I, it, it, here's the thing. And if I don't sound all that excited, it's because I got so car high earlier. I feel betw between driving this RS61 and driving the R. You're burying the lead. I, am I burying the lead? You bought a 911R. You have to say that to everyone. Okay. They don't know what you're talking see, about. I, okay, <laughs> as if I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty open about what I have. I feel, for some reason, a little shy saying it. We had the good fortune, me and Robert Ungin, my business partner, who you know, we had the good fortune to find a 911R with miles under 100, 100 miles, a brand new R, the guy who had never drove it, and... And it came down, as you know, the price has got insanely high. Then, and you got in where? Somewhere in the mid threes. Mm, yes, we All did. Right. And, and but this was a long-standing Seinfeld, Ferriston, Zuckerman argument, where we were holding out. Right. And Jerry's saying it's a better car, and you got to get one. We were like, no, we're going to get touring uh, package GT3s, and we're going to make them look like ours, which I'm doing, by the way. Right. And then you suddenly get an R. This is what happened. So this this. R popped up, and my partner Robert said, let's go for it. And I have talked Robert into doing a lot of things, uh, and, and he's gone along with it. And I went along with this, and he was, this was absolutely a brilliant decision. Uh, he pulled the trigger on this, and what we did was, as you know, I had, I had a fifth. Well, let's just get to what the, what does it drive like? What do you think? <laughs> I'm, you're, you've got me on pins and needles here. It's How does it drive? Seinfeld said. Is it I, as good as Jerry it's, said? It's everything he said. <laughs> it's everything he said. So what I, you're saying is Jerry Seinfeld knows cars? I'm saying he, and he's right, and I hate to say really? anybody else is right. He said it's lighter. Back in a few episodes ago, he said it's lighter. He well, said what is it, it is specifically? Is it? And, and, and I'm guessing you're going to let me drive it soon. But it, what surprised you about it? Because, look, you and I have driven a lot of stuff. I'll tell and you. we were talking right before you got in, and we went, uh, are you going to lower your expectations so you enjoy this? And guess what? I, I didn't think I would enjoy it. I thought, I thought Jerry was overstating the case in part to make me miserable because I didn't have one. <laughs> and the truth is, it, they really it's so hard to believe that Porsche can take the same car and make it different, right? 
It's 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 different, but the same, same but different. And they really, this is the closest car to to a '73 RS that I've ever been in, in wow. the sense. And that what the, did you notice first about it? The, the steering. steering. And the what steering. about the steering? The steering is so incredibly light and responsive. The way, the, the, remember your first drive in a 73 RS? Yes. Oh, my God. The steering is so light. Wow. So the steering and the suspension are so perfect. Wow. The engine is so responsive, and the, sh- the manual shift. Wow. And... Doesn't I, I, it? Does it feel weird to be shifting a manual shift car in a brand new Porsche? Yeah, I drove no. the brand new GT3 with a manual shift, and it, it felt odd for just a second. It felt it, a little weird. This doesn't feel odd. This feels a little retro. This feels like the perfect formula that wow. that Porsche had to be told by the American clientele that this car needed to be a manual. That yeah, in theory, on the ring, you're going to be slower with this, but for everyday enjoyment and driving pleasure. This is the package that you need to have. Wow. And I don't want to get in my RS now. Really? My 991.1 RS? Irrelevant now. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Well, this is just your first day. This is your first day. Okay, I told you I got high. So That's uh, so, great. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you got you. a car that you love and that it's hard when you have such high expectations, mostly driven by our co- comedy uh, friend Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> <laughs> to actually enjoy a car. You know what I'm saying? Right. To really get in something right. and go, oh, this is special and I love it. Right, because be how does something live up to being it's perfect? Hard. It's hard. Plus, we're getting old. We're, we've driven a lot of stuff. Right. You know? Anyway. Well, that's good. Should we uh, should we bring Phil over? I think Do we, we have should. any other car stuff to talk about? We covered the Vanderhall. Seinfeld's in his. What is he driving? A nice He's driving a nice four career RSR, which sounded so ferocious on the road, was so inappropriate for road travel. If the EPA or DOT is somewhere out there, they should come and get right. the car and crush it. There you go. Let's okay. bring on Phil Rosenthal. Phil Rosenthal, come on over. He's on the porch here. <laughs> Sit down. Here he is. Talk into the microphone. Keep the microphone close. Keep Phil it right here. Hello. Thanks for having is me. He's one of the Malibu regulars. He's uh, 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 been a friend of the Malibu Kitchen for a long time, right, Bill? Really long time. One of my, one of my favorites. Um, if you don't know who Phil is, Phil was the showrunner and co-creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Right? Fair to say. Uh, he left that show with a billion dollars and retired oh. out to Malibu. Wow. <laughs> Actually, maybe, then, hold on a second. Somebody owes uh, me. Decided to do a real kind of Larry David move, which was kind of indulge his 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 personal desires and, and become a full human and really express himself uh, perfectly and whole. And that involved cooking and comedy, and he created a show on PBS. What was it? Everybody Feeds Phil? The, what was that show? The show on Netflix now is Somebody Feeds no, Phil. No, no, no. What was the PBS show? Show. The PBS show was called I'll Have What Phil's Having. I'll Have What Phil's Having. All right. right. And it instantly became a hit show. And what, what happened to that show? Where did that show go? That, and, and how did that lead into this new Netflix show? Netflix picked it up and said, now that it's a Netflix show, we got to rebrand it right. as a Netflix original. But PBS didn't want it? What or did PBS go out of business? Did that PBS get closed down? Have money. They don't have any money. They You'll get have defunded to, talk to them. <laughs> so there was an issue with them, but it was a very high-profile show for them. We won the James Beard Award. Yeah, no, for best I know. Food and travel show. I was so crazy proud of that because it's not my field. It was just amazing to to. I'm in the room with like food idols, like like great chefs and great mm-hmm. people. It was amazing. So 
you were able to bring the show back to Netflix, a bigger and better platform. It's I have got a, a worldwide now. audience now. That's the difference. And 4K, they shoot in 4K, un- so everything looks beautiful except for one thing. And um, <laughs> do they? how many episodes are going to be up on Netflix? And they're up right now, right? Six are on right now. Six are on right now. This has to be a dream job. Yes, me. of course. Did it's you, like if you got a show where you get to talk about cars. It's kind of like that. Well, yeah, I, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing that I right, know. right now. I know. I see your thing over there. That 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 thing you should... Yeah, the Vanderhall. You should just drive that around like an open field. You can't uh, put that on the road, that uh, thing. You know, that's, that? a, that's a, a couple of kids in the car around the neighborhood yes. to entertain them. One or two drives out here, and then I have to give it back. But because very slow. But I, I might, yeah, I, I could get hurt in the thing. I might so, be the least qualified guest you've ever had on this. Oh show. no, 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 I'm no, no! I'm not a car person. We have entertainment people on the show all the time. The but show do they is know a, anything about cars? We don't. We've already talked about cars already. Oh. And oh, we're, will I, you come on now? You're just a guest. You can. Oh, we're oh, gonna, that's nice. We're going to talk entertainment. But I can talk about a car a little bit. We have we we have comedians on. We, yes. We have frequently. I would say fifty percent of the guests aren't yeah. car people at all. Ah. The car people right now listening are like, yeah, we don't like that. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're a car and comedy show, and you're clearly in that category. So I, I want to hear about your new show. Okay. And where you went uh, yes. this season? Where uh, did you go? So Bangkok, right? Saigon. Uh, uh, Tel Aviv, Lisbon, Mexico City, and New Orleans. Wow. Do they still call Saigon Saigon or is it they Ho do. Chi Minh? They call it both. They call it both. I Which is the politically correct They city said name. both are valid. Both are. <laughs> I think if you're the North and you won, you're calling it Ho Chi Minh. Oh, my God. And, and so, you know, I was in uh, Ho Chi Minh or Saigon, and I remember the street food being delicious. Amazing. Is the pho, right, which is that noodle soup. That's Boy, so delicious, and the banh mi, which is that sandwich on a baguette. Mm. Well, what? Right? How do you prepare for a trip like that? How do you find these uh, places to showcase <laughs> in your show? I do research. Everybody can do research. We all have the thing in our pocket that lets us research. Great! Like, imagine we never we grew up without this, and now the whole world is in your pocket. You can. It's like having the world book plus uh, that's updated every two seconds. Right? <laughs> the Britannica. Yes. <laughs> It's true, though, when you think about it. Yes. I know I sound like Grandpa, but it is a miracle, isn't it? Four score and 20 years ago. Yes. So you go. So we do that, and then I have a production company in New York. They're the same production company as that Anthony Mike Bourdain. Really close. Anthony Bourdain's production company. Wow. So they have, they, he's been doing the show, I don't know, 16, 17 years. So they have contacts all over the world, and they can tell me what's new, what's great. So you walk into a, a place yeah. in Saigon. Yeah. You have them cook for you. Yeah, that's and part of it. Do you eat everything? Pretty I much. Mean, I don't. I, I. I feel like I'm the normal guy. Right. Regular guy. I won't say normal. Regular guy that goes in. I don't want to eat bugs, especially. <laughs> <laughs> but once in a while, there's an ant or two that gets in there. So that, what? I mean, I mean, unintentionally. What? They what want di- you to eat the ant. And what differentiates your show from an Anthony Bourdain? What are you doing differently? He was my pitch. This was my pitch to sell the show. I'm exactly like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Afraid of everything? That's me. Food, the lifestyle. I sit and watch Anthony Bourdain, and I go, he's amazing. I'm never doing that. Right. (laughs) And I thought there were more like me sitting out there also on the couch loving him and not and not ever going to go to Borneo and have a tattoo pounded into his chest with nails from tribesmen. He does that. 
Zuckerman. What could he get from that? What what diseases could he get from Borneo? At this point, Anthony guys? Anthony probably has a very strong immune system because I think he he likes needles. He liked in historically. Wait, did you Phil? Did you say you did that? Or no? No. I watched him and I go here. He is unbelievable. I'm never doing ever. He's I not can't Jewish. Even That's the thing. He's just not. This Jewish. is a good show, actually. Three Jews sitting watching Anthony Bourdain and going, "What could he get from that? What to, what disease you think he can get from this?" I hate to disappoint you. I'm Irish, but. But I'll pretend to be You're Jewish honorary. I'm honorary. He's 20. I have quarter. some Jewish heritage. My grandfather, Morris Fernstein. We can't, we can't argue that. Morris. Morris. This is, the family a, just took a detour at that point. So I married an Big Irish dive. girl, and my kids are Irish-Jewish now. There they you go. have it. It's, it's, it's possible. Excellent. To live in peace. So where was your favorite stop? Uh, on this run? Is, is it one Big 12-episode season, or is it two six-episode seasons? I don't know what they're planning. Except that they are calling these first six part one. <laughs> so I'm not an idiot. I think there's more. <laughs> and, and how do you pick your, the locations you're going to go to? Are these places you've always wanted to go? Some of it, yes, but there's a point to the show. It's not just a guy eating. It's, I'm trying to get you to travel. I'm trying to get you, through food and hopefully humor, to <clears throat> want to go and see these other people and see these other places. I think the world would be a little nicer if we did that. I think it's the most mind-expanding thing we can do in life is travel. And so I'm starting with, for people like two-thirds of Americans who don't have a passport, I thought I would start with the most enticing places, Earth's greatest hits. That's the (laughs) idea. So we're starting with places that are accessible, that you'll have a bed, you know, you'll, you'll, there will be things that you don't have to worry about. What am I going to get if I eat that? Right? Mm-hmm. That it's like me when I travel. I want right. to be a little comfortable. I want to not be grossed out by certain things or worry about whether they're dirty or clean. Is there any place you wouldn't go besides yeah. Borneo? Watch, watch <laughs> Bourdain. Most of those places. <laughs> Most of those places. (laughs) You just don't want to go near it. I'll tell you what wins for me. Okay. Italy. Yeah. You go. You've been. Yes. You've been. Yes. Italy wins. Everywhere you look is gorgeous. Of course. Every bite of food, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And the people are hugging and kissing you. So what's Mm -hmm. not to like? Yeah. It's nice. Right? Zuckerman, you agree? You've been, Zuckerman, you've been to a lot of places and eaten a lot of delicious stuff. I agree. When it comes down to it, I would say the Mediterranean. Italy's the best. Spain's pretty damn good, Pretty too. damn good. Uh, Greece is nice. I have not been to Israel, which I'm hearing as, yes. as the greatest food. But, yes, the Mediterranean has charm. It has comfort. It's, yes. it's, it's similar enough that you're comfortable. That's it's right. different enough. Because that, we all come from Europe. That's right. You know, it's a, a, or a lot of us in, in America. It's, a, it's like a shared heritage mm-hmm. that when the people say the old country. That's what, right, 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 right. Wow. It's pretty great. What do you think of this place right here? This is, by the way. I know I've you did an com- episode on the PBS show I here, did. right? I did. Yeah. And after that, people started coming to the Malibu kitchen and asking for you. I would be standing here and they'd say, where's Phil? Aww. Where's the thing he had? They, he put a little picture up. <laughs> he it's did. the turkey what and cranberry sandwich. Oh, that's a great sandwich. It's pretty great, right? Yeah. Because he roasts a fresh turkey every day, and now he's up to like six or seven turkeys. <laughs> are, you from, are you from the East Coast originally? Yeah, New York. You? Well, yes. And you remember when we were kids, if you went in the deli, they, they didn't get their food from Boar's Head. They made their turkeys that's and right. their roast beefs, right. and all of that were yes. made uh, at night. 
turkey sandwich, there's something about a turkey sandwich. If it's done well, you know it immediately. <clears throat> and if it's done poorly, you know Fair. immediately. It's dry and terrible. Do you cook at home, Phil? I'm not a great cook. You're just an eater. <laughs> I inherited that from my mother. This is a, such an interesting thing. Well, it's, look. So you're not a, a chef who's out in the world. You're just no. a guy who likes to Loves eat. It. Loves it. <laughs> I'm the best audience they'll ever have because well, I appreciate it so much. But look, I meet a lot of chefs, great chefs. They can't write a sitcom. That's right. So we all contributed. I'm our not way. implying you're uh, not qualified. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand how you, you know your point of view in, and I like it. How do you not get one of the problems I've always thought with these cooking shows and doing a show like this is you can get fat pretty quickly. So I'm all <laughs> <Yeah>. fat, <laughs> right? This guy is not Guy Fury. He's in shape. No, this guy. This guy's a toothpick. So how are you? I don't think he's how are you reconciling both of those? Things? You ever see the dog food commercials? What? You ever see a dog food commercial? Yeah. What, where they run around after the how truck do they, wagon? How do they... they uh, themselves? What, how, why does the dog look so excited when he's eating? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. She's they hungry. starved the dog before the thing. <laughs> oh. That's me. Oh, I'm that's the dog. what you do. Well, you have to. You want to be excited when you eat? You yes. want to... Because uh, I've been in the situation when doing little trials of this show. Yes. Where they overfed, like, oh, we're booking you in 27 restaurants in seven days. They're all going to be white tablecloth. They're going to be four hours. I'm like, what are you doing to me? You, you want to, when the food comes, you want to be like, oh, yeah, not, oh, no. He's, turned, he's, he's managed to figure out how to make himself suffer doing this show. <laughs> Jewish. This well, all shooting is suffering. All, yes. All TV production is suffering to a certain I've degree. i myself this to This is the least. Well, I'm, 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 I don't go insane, but I work out every day. You right. have to do something. Right. Your metabolism slows down as you get older. And quite frankly, there's a crew of 16 guys looking at me as I'm eating the most delicious food in the world. You gotta give them half. Yes. You gotta. It's only good if you can share it anyway. So I do that. So you see me eating on the show. I don't finish everything. I really don't. There you go. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Very nice. I'm very nice. I'm very, very very nice. Generous and empathetic. You have to be. Uh, The show is uh, called Somebody Feed Phil with Phil Rosenthal. It's on Netflix right now. We'll be back in a minute with more Spikes Car Radio. Let's talk about your bucket list for a minute. That's right, your bucket list. Guess what? No uh, big news. We're all going to die. So before you die, there are some things you should do. And how about a trip to one of the greatest spectacles in all of motorsports, the Indy 500? I'd like to see that. And I'm not talking about any trip to the Indy 500. I'm talking about the ultimate Indy 500 fan experience. That's exactly what Amsoil, maker of the best synthetic motor oils on the planet, is giving away this spring. One grand prize winner will win the trip of a lifetime to the Indy 500 to watch some of the fastest cars and best drivers battle to have their names etched alongside the greats like Foyt, Andretti, Unser, and Castroneves. But that's not all. Listen to what else awaits the grand prize winner. Pit access, dinner with an Indy 500 legend, VIP track access, suite access to watch the race, a thousand bucks for incidental and travel-related expenses, you know, uh beer round trip airfare for two to and from indianapolis hotel accommodations for two for five nights at a hotel near the speedway ground transportation to and from the airport hotel and speedway chances to meet the drivers you will do it all you will be taken care of just like they do when making high performance synthetic motor oils amsoil went the extra mile with this sweepstakes if that's not enough 10 first place winners will receive one free digital download code for Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. To enter the Amsoil Ultimate Indy 500 fan experience, text INDY to 41487, that's INDY, 
to 41487 or visit amsoil.com slash indie. Hey, it's Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana. And you are listening to Riggle's Picks. Yeah, and a ham horn. And uh, <laughs> we have a new podcast available on the Apple Podcasts, podcastone.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Every Thursday, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about the things that really excite us, like life, comedy, sports, a lot of sports. Uh, Ourselves. A, a lot of Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you join us. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. Here's what I want to know. We're back here with Phil Rosenthal. Hello! Who's got his new big Netflix show. We're on the porch here in Malibu. It's a beautiful, beautiful. day. It's a little chilly, but it's not... A little not, chilly, but gorgeous. Not as cold as the rest of the country. Isn't Pretty it amazing lucky. how you can go a few minutes out from where you live and be in another world? You come here, yeah. you go in, it's like a Vermont country store in mm-hmm. there. The best of New York-style deli <laughs> is in there from a New Yorker. And you come out on this porch, and you're in friggin' Malibu. Yeah, you're, we're, we're overlooking a parking lot of luxury cars. It's Yet surprising we love it. the whole of it's the country like a vista, is not living friend. here with us. <laughs> I guess well, this is what the whole premise of the podcast was, was to export a little bit of that Malibu vibe. That why do re- people live anywhere else? I've always wondered that. Once you get it, they why don't, do you live? You know, this is the problem with L.A. It's suddenly become very successful. People yeah. finally realize, because we haven't had an earthquake, that, that it's always kind of beautiful here, and it's nice, and a lot of smart people, and... I can't take nice the cold com- anymore. What's as I get older, it? when I get when I go back to New York, I was there last suffering. week. I can't take it. Yes, it's awful. It hurts to go outside. It shouldn't hurt to go outside. All right, Phil. This I have to ask you this. Please, anything. all right. Yes, this I I lived in New York for a while and in Boston for a while. Yes, when I moved out to L.A. and I, I'm still searching. I think I've lived here for 20 years. Yeah. Where are the good restaurants here oh. in Los Angeles? Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> are you kidding me? Really? No. You got. I, I've been. I, I was so excited you were coming on. Yes. I want to ask you this question. It's a very simple question. We have okay. a lot of uh, Los Angeles listeners. Yeah. Where do we but eat see, here? See the. The LA For, listeners yes. are listening to you ask that, and and they're going to think you're crazy. No, because not. we've become the best restaurant city in America in the last twenty years. Come on. Ask in, Bill in New York. The best in the last oh, twenty years. Yeah. Thank you. Listen. And I'm the, I'm the number one. He's up there. Is there a better sandwich in L.A.? No. Is there no, a sandwich? We, we've uh, sung the praises of the Malibu but, Kitchen but many wait, times. But wait, compared to New York even. This is as here, good a sandwich as here, the here, best let me place rephrase it. Let me say it a little yes. differently. In New York, you can, you can walk down the block and bump into a great restaurant. And, and I would say 80 or, bad no, one too. 80 or 90% of the food you eat there is, is great. So where am I going here in L.A.? What, what, are the, what is your favorite food? Uh, I love Italian food. Okay, so mozza. Yes. You've been? Okay. I've been. you got three choices right, right. on that corner. So, so maybe the I are. The pizzeria, yes. the osteria for fancier, yes. and the and kisbaka, which is a Tuscan grill where you get these amazing steaks and chops and pork, uh, the tomahawk pork uh, chop. Oh, my God. All right, Chinese. Where's Chinese? Okay, so you have the entire San Gabriel Valley, which is right, every, you can this. visit every province of China okay, by close. just going to a separate. Where we in, in no, Central wait, Valley. I want to hear San Gabriel Valley. First okay. of all, this is where is the San Gabriel Valley? <laughs> Ten minutes east is of that downtown. Gar- that's Gardenia? Ten minutes east of downtown. <laughs> There's no Gardenia. It's I've Gard- been down there for Chinese food. Alhambra. But Alhambra? Alhambra? And what are the names of the places? Rose, uh, Rosemead. Uh-huh. Right? You like dim sum? You go to yeah. Sea Harbor in Rosemead really? and have the dim sum of your life. Okay. Really? It's spectacularly good. It's well, worth who, the drive. Listen, you like to drive anyway. Go on a Yeah, go. but not in East L.A. Why not? 
Well, they gotta pack, it's not pack some heat to be safe. No, come on. No, no, no. Don't spread a thing. <laughs> you're driving, you're on the 10 anyway to go downtown. Okay, I'm just gonna try go it. 10 minutes past downtown, but now and look, you're at a Chinese food mecca. You're already in a place that I'm never gonna do. Chengdu I, I'm a, taste. I, I gotta get home for the babysitter around 10 15. So, go, with, go during the day. We're. I, I think I'm already on to some of the good restaurants. Okay. So, all right. So, confirm Keep going some other with uh, uh, Bestia. Beautiful downtown. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Best so, pizza aside yes. from Moza. What is the best pizza in LA? Oh, there's so, a new one that just opened in Brentwood since you're. Uh, that's where I live. It's Pizzana, I think it's called. What? Delicious. Where is that? And uh, it's on the it's on the main drag there. It's on right on San Vicente. Yeah. Pizzana. See, I think that's called. This Pizzana. is what I'm looking for. Now you're talking. Uh, I'll meet a mile you there. And a half from I, I want to meet you there so I can see your face having that pizza. You're you, going to go like, I don't need New York anymore. Wow. Yes. We're a very big pizza household. Yes. We've got the Patriots uh, playoff game tomorrow. Yeah, it's coming up. Even though the show will have airing after yes, that. Yes, yes. And I'm going to order from Pizzana. Pizzana. I don't know if they do Pizzana. take out. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go. Okay, this is go. great. All right. So what, what other foods do we need to know? We Zuckerman? need to know. Okay. Sushi. Sushi. You're in the sushi capital of the United States, if not the world. There are people that come from Tokyo to have the sushi here because it's a little cheaper. Really? But I could name 20 restaurants right now name that are three. phenomenal. My favorite at the moment is Sushi Zoe. Where's that? Which in, in Cheviot Hills. Okay. Ah, not okay. far from you. There's also another one downtown, Sushi Zoe. Jinpachi in uh, West Hollywood, right? I, and I, Sushi I, Park on Sunset. Right. There's so many... And those are like the high-end ones. And then you have low-end ones, like Sushi One in Koreatown, and these that you could eat very cheaply and get really good sushi. And probably the best deal in America is at, uh, is at uh, 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 Sugarfish. Oh, Sugarfish. Mm. Right? That, True, I mean, excellent. very high quality for very little money. Do you just eat out every night? I do. <laughs> and he's a toothpick. I really Couple. don't understand this. You got to pick well, your spots. he's not a glutton like you, Zuckerman. Uh, you and I go to Chaconis on Fridays, and we we have to really talk to each other so that we don't abuse huge yes. amounts of food. Yes, I actually yeah, I really what, keep I don't it know what control. being full and eating have to do with There's each other. Yes, but you know when we sit down and we go, should we get the pizzata? And we all look yeah, at each other yeah. like, are we all going down this road yes. on a Friday instead of maybe Sunday? That can maybe. happen. But yes. you've got to pick your spots where you do that. And then be good the next day. Okay, here's another one. Yeah. Fish. Where's the good fish oh, come here on. in Santa Monica? Okay, so one of the best. Brentwood in L.A. Oh, you want to know on the west side? No, it doesn't matter. It can be anywhere. So the, the, one of the top seafood restaurants in the country right now is Providence, right? It's always rated like number one by Jonathan Gold in Los okay. Angeles. And then his Where is casual that? place uh, is called Connie and Ted's. That's in West I've Hollywood. Eaten there, that best place oysters incredible. you'll ever have. Yes, really over. fresh, simple fish, grilled <clears throat> fish. It's just awesome. Wow, I'm right. getting starving right now. This is killing me. Well, this is what Come happens on. with the food show. It's a good thing this we're at a restaurant. About. It's a good thing we're here. Oh my God, how's Ray Romano? Do you talk to him? He yeah, called me know? today. This is he an absolutely true story. <laughs> I'm driving here, and he goes, "Phil, uh, gotta ask you." I said, "My wife and daughter's in the car." Oh, he goes, "I don't know if I should." All right, I'm going to ask you. When you, the last colonoscopy you got, <laughs> they want me, they said I should do a virtual one. Can you tell me about, and sure enough, <laughs> that's what we talked about. And I'm, I swear to God, I just tweeted this out. This is my daughter's selfie. Here, what does it say? Read it. 
when Ray Romano calls to talk colonoscopy when your wife and daughter are in the car, and it's a picture of them aghast, hands over mouth, trying not to laugh so they can't be heard. But why is he calling is you? Why would he call you for I, that information? I look like a guy who would know. What does having mean nothing goes in? I told him, you know, with the virtual, you, they put a balloon in there. Oh. And he goes, well... Who hasn't had a balloon up there? <laughs> a balloon. But then, finger. What, he, what he's really worried about is, do they put you out yes, for that? And right, no, they right. don't. So they they insert a little balloon and they blow it up a little just to get a clear photograph. They're taking it like an X-ray, so it's. Uh-huh. You, you don't have to go under. You know, you but just, everyone, let's do a public service. Everyone over fifty should have has the he colonoscopy. Not had one before. He's never had one. I can't believe we're talking about Ray Romano's colonoscopy, but he's yeah. older than I am. He's like, in his, he's he's up there. He right? just turned sixty. And he hasn't had one. Nope. What, does he want to die? No, he's afraid of doctors. He's afraid of doctors. He's afraid of going under. You know, if you get a regular one, they put you out. And so right. he's not having it. So right. now you can do the virtual, and he's going to do it. Oh, God. He's He'll probably get talk done. to ten more people before he pulls that trigger. <clears throat> well, you know, we've all heard these horror stories about not getting it done. It's not such a big deal, right? You go uh, in, you blink your eyes, you're, you're fine. You're, and assuming, then... you're assuming logic and normal <laughs> thinking. You know what you did that was really interesting is the uh, the impression of him was so immediate and so quick, and that's from writing his voice for a long time, right? I think, or just being in the room with him. But I, it happened to me when I was writing for Letterman. Yeah. When I left that show, I talked like Dave. I, really? You know, people go, why are you talking like Dave? And it's because I was spending nine hours yes. a day writing his voice. And he's and influential. Then, Seinfeld, the same thing. There yes. Three years of that where you're like, yes. hey, well, what do you think, George? <laughs> and now that was the last like writing gig I did. And now that voice is stuck in my head. I got to say, since we're sitting here, he, you guys, I think I ran into you guys last summer on, uh, on this porch. And I was just uh, saying, isn't it beautiful? He goes, he goes, you know what it is? You're, you're, you're up. You're elevated from the parking lot. He goes, I'm a big fan of two steps up. <laughs> I love that. No, did, you, that. did you take that show to Russia and do a Russian version of it? I did. Well, the Russians did asked me to adapt the show for them and make it Everybody Loves Kostya. And Everybody I, Loves Kostya. That's a popular name there? I guess or so. a Raymanish name? I don't know. Now, how does Russia get in touch with you? How does that Through Sony. To- they hit the the it never the, the <laughs> they go into the emails and just, and just, and just plant an email in there. <laughs> it was right after the hack. That's the, the reason for the hack, actually. We need Phil Rosendahl's email address. <laughs> they they the form you'll love this. The form the sitcom form never existed in Russia until the nanny was oh my translated. Gosh, that's insane. Okay, and that was by my Sony, and so that keep became a up, hit. Keep this up. It became a hit. Right, and so. Uh, they wanted other shows. So they married with children, worked very well. Golden Girls did not work well. You know why? There is no nice, sunny place for old ladies to retire. <laughs> they couldn't identify with that. <laughs> right? But Raymond, they thought they would try. So they, they, Sony asked me if I would like to go over there. They actually go over there and just observe how they work with them because it's crazy. But, how, Phil, how did yeah. they get you to do that? Is there any money I'll tell in this? You. No, is I'll there tell any, you how. Wh- why would you say yes to that? Because of this. They wanted me to go over there, observe how they do it. Just observe. And then uh, uh, how they adapt the show. Then come back and write a comedy feature, a fictional feature film about a guy who has his show translated in Russia. And I'm like, wait a minute. If, if what you're telling me about those people really exist, why not make a documentary? Right. And the head of Sony said, oh, I love that idea. Would you be the guy? 
I said, yeah, to make the documentary. Yeah. He goes, make your documentary. Now I'm having a chance to make a documentary, which is a transition into filmmaking that I would love to do. But also, he says, be the guy. Make it your show. So you can't turn that down. You have to do it. Wow. That's why I did it. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yes. And did the show do well over there? I don't want to spoil the ending of the movie because that's on Netflix now, too. It's called Exporting Raymond. Oh, okay. I promise you will laugh at this movie because it's about an idiot, me, who goes to a land where he thinks he's an expert and the land, they don't care. They, they do things their way. No. Yeah, they do. And I've heard stories like, you know, I know some guys who worked on The Simpsons who started a <clears throat> television consulting business over there. Yes. Went over, built it up, and then, you know, Igor walked in one day and said, this is my business now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he said, you must leave the country. That kind and of that thing. that was the end of their profitable business. That That's so pleasurable <laughs> to me. <laughs> because, it's a true story. But how about this? They... Because it's a new form, the sitcom, they had people from the science field were like heads of comedy. I said, why? <laughs> new technology. <laughs> sitcom. And do they have the same types of audiences there? Do they use a laugh track? How did it work? I su suggested, since Raymond was filmed in front of a live audience here and it seemed to work, that you would have a live audience, even though they don't do that. And I told them the case for it, and they said, swear to God, but we would have to get chairs. No way. Yes. Huh. Very Russian mentality. <laughs> How much time did you spend over there? A couple months. A couple months. That must have been hard. Yeah. Away from your family in Russia? I went one month, and then they shut down. I went back for 10 months. I came home, and then all of a sudden they said, now we're ready. And, of course, it was much colder. It and when I went back for is another Is there a month. chance that there's a peepee -pee tape of you somewhere in Russia? There is. <laughs> Did there you is. feel under By the surveillance? Way, I'm, I'm, I'm older now, and so there's likely a peepee -pee tape <laughs> of, of me peeing because that's all I do. <laughs> it's always coming out. That's incredible. Wow, what a story. That is really I have wild. a good story, but you know what? That movie, making that movie, led directly to me having this. The there food and go. travel show. Right. Because they said to me, oh, we, they saw the exporting Raymond. They said, we like the idea of you going places. I said, so does my wife. There you go. And they said, is there anything you'd like to do? Yes, I have this fantasy of a, I go. So is this it? Do you think this is uh, this the is end of you, my life? Yeah. Do you, you think you're going to just end? do stuff like this? Because it's kind of hard when you've done what you've done. Yeah. You know, I was a writer, too, and a showrunner. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you do something in front of the camera. You, 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 you do something that you love in front of the camera. Yes. It's hard to go back to do You're anything right. else. You're right. right. You kind of this get combines everything I love, not just in show business, because what I really do love is the writing, the performing, the the directing, the editing, the producing. Even I love all of that. I love everything about the business except the business. But then it Zuckerman, combines. Where are you going? You see, I was just going to say goodbye to him for one second. Where is he going? Let me check. Hold on. Oh, he'll be fine. He'll be yeah. fine. Sit down, please. Sit down. I'm so worried about Seinfeld. You know, if he had sat down at this table, he could say goodbye on his own. That's true, But too. we're almost done. Just tell him we're almost done. We're almost done, Jay. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> there you go. There he goes. He's fine. He's gonna... I like screaming at people. Um, uh, it's amazing how Jerry doesn't leave me alone. He just keeps, like, wherever I am. He's, he was kind of a surprise guest today. He yeah. wanted to come out for 9-11 our day for Zuckerman's big 9-11 our purchase and drive. Oh, that's and your then car. He's, oh, the uh, black one with the red stripe. beautiful day. You <clears throat> just bought that. Listen to, wait till you listen to this. Yeah, thing. listen to this. So, that's you? That's no, no. him. He's getting in a 
964 RSR. Wow, listen to that thing. It's a little, it's a little obnoxious, I have to say. It is a, a race little, car. No, it's a race car. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that cannot be legal. It's a little loud. <laughs> well, <clears throat> let's look at it as it goes. So he's in a. Do you white think? Do you think if they pulled RSR. him over, they would? They and would take it and hold, crush hold it. Hold on one second. And it's got. What, does it have straight pipes on it? Do you think? Mm, yes, those are straight pipes. So that, that's a racing exhaust. That's on the a back racing of it. exhaust. It's a three point eight RSR. It's and a beast. What, and what, what what was the drive like out here? Was it highly well, insane? It was okay. Being behind being behind him and next to him was wonderful. The thing sounded. It really sounded like an old four cam engine. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, popping and and backfiring and roaring. It was it was really terrific. But wow. as an old Jew, I don't <laughs> want that in my neighborhood. Turn that down. It's like anything else. It's yours. It's terrific. Yes. It's, if it's somebody else's, yes. it's not. You wake me up with that. Right. Pretend to like it, Phil. All you're, right. You're talking on car radio. I'm sorry. I love it. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Take your Raymond dollars and get yes. one. Really? You should get a 911R. You know what I have? What? I have an electric uh, car. I have a Tesla. A Tesla? And All I'm right. so happy. It's the best thing I ever bought. Yeah. I love the car. Have you driven it? I have. Sure. You've driven everything. I do like it. I never want to get back in it, but I Why? like it when I'm in it. Why don't you like it? It just doesn't create, it doesn't stir desire in me, but I love the car. You when like a more dangerous it. thing, like a tin can with three mm. wheels. I like things that are engaging. Yes. Um, I, it relaxes me. I understand. Kind of my squirrel brain kind of calms itself, so I have focused on the road and the shifting and the changing of yes, gears. Yes, so you have that skill that you've yes. mastered in your life, or, and it feels good. <laughs> and I can't do any and of that. And also, Phil, this, for some of us, there's yeah. a very big emotional connection yes. to the automobile. I get it. does it. something I to us it. and for other people. Not you know so what my much. favorite yeah. feature in my car is? You say the name of the song you like, and it plays That's it. That's great. No, see, I have a different theory, Zuckerman. Really? That everyone is a car person. Because like Phil, he's saying, I love my Tesla. I do. It's a car. It's true. That's true. I love Erica, it. my wife's like, I love my Prius. They're, you find the one that's right car. for you. Yes. That, it's true. Everybody's a car person. But unlike us, when we see certain cars, we... We fall to the ground. He's it brings emotional. Us to our He's emotional about, emotional about his Tesla. About I absolutely love it. It's I. I never <laughs> okay, had pleasure. I never had pleasure from a car before. I think it's a wonder. You know, you go to sleep and the next morning it updated over the internet. Your car now does this. It says on the screen. That's really cool. I and, love that. And what is the cool new thing that it does? Does it? Do you have that self-driving mode in it? Uh, no, because mode? I got one of the first ones. Because I drove the little Tic Tac car. I drove. Remember the two seater? Yeah, the little two seater. Right. So right. I drove that. I drove it here. Oh, you did to test it. And I told the Tesla people, I love this car. It's great, but I'm uh, old and I have a family <laughs> and I'm never going to drive this. So right, he goes, right. if you put down $5,000, you'll help build the factory to build the sedan and you'll be one of the first people on the list to get the sedan. I said, I'm in because wow. I love the whole electric idea. I love read about them. Yeah. yeah. So I Phil, I'm <laughs> building a car. And, and, and I need. Would you like to help me build my what factory? Will, will your car have a dollars right now? Give me the money. I will say I'll that Tesla. a car like that over there that's made this, out of plant. Tesla had a good pitch. Duct they had a good tape, pitch. Duct tape duct car. Tape. Something. That's a, I, what, what the hell is what that? Is a that? fit made out of saran wrap. Do you know? Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Are you back in? We're back, we're back Are you in. live? Okay. So now I'm back. To, now I want your money. Some more Suckerman, money. You got so you. excited about the, the money, money. You kicked <laughs> the, the mic out. You, you just kicked it apart. 
He just kicked the mic out. That's all. Are we good? we're good? We're good. We're yes, I going. did. I got excited at the thought of hearing a con pitch <laughs> that worked. <laughs> but it did work. And it, it did and work. <laughs> uh, it's not like I, I got taken. I liked the car. <clears throat> you got lucky. Uh, right. Right? Because normally it's three-card Monty, right? You, yes. You say, hey, we're going to give me money today for something you may get tomorrow, and then you never see the people again. Why did I trust this? I don't Elon know. Musk. Well, because you ever so far, it's worked. Yeah. And you did to get but the it car. didn't at the time. He's and, right. And I didn't know what I was going to get. That. He's still yeah. doing it with the Model Three. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody signed up. They sold a trillion of them. And, Is and it on the road has their yet? Cars yet? Nobody. Yeah, has it. I'm seeing them on the West Side now. Uh, do people like them? You can tell. I, I have not spoken to anybody about it, but but it's interesting. You'll see a Tesla on the road, and you go, "Wait, there's no grill in the front. That's weird. What is that weird smaller Tesla?" And it's these Model Threes. Yeah. I think they're pretty neat. I, I, I like them. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Uh, what do you think Bill's best uh, dish is here? What is the one thing? Because I have like three or four of them. I have, what's the I one thing? If people are coming here to Malibu. Well, they he come to my, the Malibu kitchen. He put my name on a sandwich. It's got to be that. It's got it to be called? that. It's the, the turkey. Best? It's the turkey and cranberry sandwich. And it's called the Phil. The Phil. Isn't Bill, it? you didn't name a sandwich after me. Make a food show. <laughs> you, you, you're a sour pickle. How can I not have a <laughs> You're just the sour pickles. You, right? you, you. Three Since the show, you're Since a sour the show pickle. you've had to roast many more turkeys a day now, right? We used to do one turkey a day. One and a half. Wait, wait, what is happening here? Six. What? <laughs> do six fresh turkeys a day. Yes, fantastic. Just for your sandwich. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm so flattered. You know what I, I like I was the best? talking about. Nothing for it. I want a sandwich named after me, Bill. Bitter greens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really sour order. pickles. <laughs> you sour. I don't really order sandwiches here. You know, what do you I get? love your baking. Your baking is really oh, the best. Oh, it's gorgeous. Here. And, and I do a lot of eggs. Maybe an egg dish, a breakfast dish. Right. I like the fried chicken. His fried chicken is off the chart. My father's favorite, too. Really? But listen, it's a good title Spiked Eggs. Pretty good. Spiked eggs yeah. and ham. There you go. Spiked eggs and ham. I'm your guy. Spiked eggs and ham. You yes. ate ham. You right? ate ham. <laughs> Put it in. It's in the print All shop. All right. We're in. You're Can in. Can you somehow, is it, would it be appropriate to describe my show idea to film? No, go ahead. But you have a little, you, you have a little soup oh, on Oh, I was, you tell him. I was hoping. No, no, I like your pitch. Go ahead. Okay. I was hoping. This is good, Phil. You're a TV guy. This is Zuckerman's this pitch. This is Zuckerman's pitch. He's been working on it. I've been helping him. I was I wondering it, if I was going to have very, a day in my big. life without someone pitching a show to me. All right. Here we go. Zuckerman. Just okay. We're we going to go up to people that we think look Jewish, and we're going to get them to eat ham, and only then tell them later, you ate ham. <laughs> yeah, try this. Try this. The whole show. Shake. You're like the two guys that yeah. that, that, that Nick Kroll does with uh, Mulaney. <laughs> Too much show, tuna. It's a prank show. It's a prank it's show. You ate ham. Yeah. And we trick yeah. Jewish people into eating ham. He doesn't know it's made of ham. <laughs> and then you I, ate ham. And I come in, you ate ham. <laughs> Self-loathing Jews. Do you yes. think we could sell that? Sure. <laughs> sure. You think Netflix would Sell it? buy it? No, Breitbart would buy it. Breitbart. <laughs> you're right. You ate ham. Not uh, maybe the new Bannon Free Breitbart, <laughs> but you're right. Well, Phil. Hello. It's been a lot of fun having you on the show. Um, I, I love nice it here. to have someone, one of our Malibu residents here, and put together our little Malibu family. Isn't it nice? To talk about Bill and his lovely restaurant, the yes. Malibu Kitchen. It's uh, not just a great place to eat. There's tons of great cars here on the weekend because of us. And all of our Instagramming and fun. Phil will be here in his Tesla. If you want to check out Phil's show, Phil's show is called Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. Um, he's traveling around the world. Saigon, Bangkok, Lisbon. 
And uh, he's also got a list of the best places. And El Monte and Rosemead. And you El forgot Monte that. and Rosemead. <laughs> Phil, we can follow you. Where are you most active? Which uh, social media? I got the Twitter, Phil Rosenthal. I what got do you like the best? I, I like the Instagram if you want to see the food, right? Phil.Rosenthal. There you go. That's it. Of course. What do you need? I'm on the you, Facebook. Whatever you want. I come you, to your house and you, talk to you. Catch up with Zuckerman's feed at The Real Zuckerman. You'll see the new 911R there and a lot of other great cars and beautiful things that he owns. And I'm at Spike First and most active on Instagram. Um, and I'll uh, throw up that Vanderhall. And, uh, look for spiked eggs. <laughs> and look for spiked, spiked eggs, eggs and ham. At the Malibu Kitchen. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Yay! Yeah. Hug me now. Real quick before we go, here's some useful car tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage. And you can place your key fob to your chin. That's right, the chin on your face to increase its range. Weird, right? Well, here's another tip you also might not know about. TrueCar also helps people get used cars. That's right. TrueCar isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience whether you buy new or used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid, so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with TrueCar certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy your more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.